It's time for... So Thirsty. Hey everyone, it's John Norman. It's Jonathan Fink. And this is a So Thirsty podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you love what you hear, make sure to please subscribe to the podcast and rate it five stars. We desperately need it. Um, and it will help us so much just to like live our dreams. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be looking back at 2018, talking about our Happy favorite- New Year. Happy New Year. We're going to be talking about our favorite moments of 2018, and then also our hopes and dreams for 2019 in the world Ooh, of pop culture. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we basically, we talked about it a little bit, but I don't know if we have any sort of structure ever. Um, <laughs> no. No, we never do. No. But you know, it keeps things exciting, yeah. and keeps us on our toes. Exactly. And, and, and you know, we love talking about stuff like this, pop culture, you know, sipping the tea, it's just great. I'm currently sipping the Trader Joe's champagne, so this is really nice. Well, I'm. This is the second time on a podcast that I have been drinking alcoholic beverages. Well, I'm currently sipping unpurified water. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Y'all are being fancy. I'm so jealous. It's purified, okay? So that's pretty fancy. <laughs> um, Not really. And- because I'm a visual person, I work as a graphic designer. I am going to be making a K-pop, well, K and regular, not regular pop, uh, American pop, uh, vision board. Regular pop. Yes. I'm going to be making a vision board of what I predict for 2019. Um, and then, you know, maybe, maybe like halfway through the year, we can look and see if any of it's come true yet. So I'm just going to like write down maybe some people's names, predict what I think is going to happen for them in the next year. And it's just going to be really beautiful. And I'm going to put the picture online somewhere and the link will be down in the description. So you can all look at it and, you know, kind of play the game along with me and see if any of it comes true. Yay. I can't wait. Yeah. My dad got me this 162 piece art set for Christmas last year. Wow. I haven't opened it. And then this year he got me a 30 count Sharpie thing with six bonus coloring pages And so he knew that I hadn't opened up the art set from last year, and yet he still got me this one, um, which is very, very sweet of him. But I figured, you know, it's finally time to open it, Mm -hmm. and that's what we're going to do. I've got got options here. Do you think I should do it in oil pastels, colored pencils? Um, What is this? Some (laughs) sort of gooey paint? Oil painting? Um, (laughs) Watercolors? Oh, that's acrylic painting. That's what the professionals call it. Oh. Yeah, I have options. What do you think would be best? I mean, my initial reaction is drawing me to uh, oil pastels, was it? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be the least messy. Okay, all right. So, but that, I'm not, I don't know anything about art or, you know, what would be like the best materials to use for this type of situation, so... Yeah, they're basically like crayons, so but like fancy. Oh, okay. Well, whatever you think looks best. You are the yeah. artist. You are our art director. I'm gonna I'm gonna um also put down yours on this. So Oh, you're gonna make predictions for me? No no no. I'm gonna like draw visually draw your predictions so we have Oh. It. Yeah. 
I figured okay. we're going to be all inclusive with this. I love all these like extra side activities that you do for these podcasts. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, let's do this. Uh-huh. Let's name our five favorite moments from last year. What? <laughs> How can I name five? Five each. So it's like 10 total. And you can just like, you can also feed me five because I, I've slept since then. So I don't remember anything. Ah, uh, dude. I don't know. Hold All on. I remember is my ultimate. Let me close my eyes and and try to think back at 2018. It's time for the think the think to think. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, how creative. Yeah, I can't get I can't get this open. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, all I know is my ultimate. My everything, my Britney Spears, she didn't do anything this past year. All she did, well, I mean, she's coming out with the Vegas show, the new one. But other than that, like, I mean, unless she was doing a whole bunch of stuff, like, behind the scenes, there's, like, there was no new music. There's nothing going on. She had some really nice Instagram posts, and that was about it. Damn, I'm trying to think, because, like, I feel like this year was rather lackluster when it came to music and movies and... Yeah, like in my opinion. Okay, wait. I think this... I, I maybe have one. Maybe hold on. Now I just need to think of four more. Yeah. You know, I didn't listen to any uh, Western music this year. Like, I don't think there was like a Western release that I loved this year. Yeah, to be honest, it was really boring this year. I, I, what was it like, two thousand fifteen or sixteen? We switched from like EDM music to whatever house music or what's the genre now that's popular no I don't know. no was, like, house tro- isn't popular there was like tropical house that was popular for a no, while i would say like this this weird hip-hop is what's in right now that lo-fi hip-hop sort of thing i don't know it, you know with all the rappers and the tattoos on their faces you know the yes. really weird like like the post malone tattoos like, <laughs> yeah that's what what i've been getting this year and i'm just like yeah. Not feeling it at all. Yeah, it was a weird year in music, basically. Did wait, when did Tour Savon release his album? That was last year, right? No, it was this year. It was, was that this year? year. Oh yeah, because the beginning of Yeah, that was like my favorite part of January last year was my 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 dude. So okay. That was probably the highlight of my life as far as Western music was Troy Savon's album. I feel like Troy Savon was like the highlight of Western pop for me this year. I loved that album. It was so good. And what? What do you mean, what? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. That's your pick. I'm sorry. I interrupted. That's my opinion. What? Was Sam Smith this year or last year? Was Sam Smith? Oh, by the way, um, we have Melody here. Melody is one of my good friends. Um, Hi, Melody. We actually, we actually connected at the Troy Savon concert, so that's kind of like another reason why Troy Savon is, was really the highlight of my year. And I'm over at her place now. We are actually, Woo. we came over here to make vision boards then we remembered about the podcast, and I was like, You're- let's combine them. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Then I remembered, oh, yeah, we got this to do. So I'm combining them, and I'm making, instead of a vision board for my own personal life, I'll do that one later, I'm now going to make a vision board for 2018 uh, or 2019 predictions for pop music. Um, yeah. But uh, where was I going with that train of thought? I don't even know. Um, yeah, Troy Sivan was uh, beautiful, magical, and the concert was so good. I I was like, I don't know if I've been this emotional at a concert before when he just like, oh, there was a moment where he was singing about 
the song heaven and the song is about basically like how does he get to heaven while still being out and proud and gay and people were like throwing their rainbow flags up on stage and then he had like a big rainbow flag that he had draped over shoulders and then all the and then the lights i i've talked about this on the podcast before and he had the lights behind him i think i did i don't know i get confused about whether we talk about it on the podcast or just talk to you about it jonathan yeah, the lights behind him like switched to a rainbow, like right when the big beat came in and everyone's like swaying and they've got their like rainbow flags in the air. And I was like, oh my God, this is emotional. And the lyrics to the song. Ah! So, yeah, it was a powerful moment. Wow. Yeah, I know. You sound so interested. Wow. <laughs> Great. I mean, it's no shiny. <laughs> that's oh wow wow look at you jabbing below the belt <laughs> wow um well wow. yeah so that was ladies and gentlemen but that was choice of on yeah otherwise what was there i don't know for me there was nothing else i had like a bunch of random one-off songs that i was into but no like real like i love this whole album i love this artist yeah that didn't i mean at least not in the western uh world you know bts performing on the grammy yeah bts i really love bts this year it, i think this was the year that i like fell in love with them because before i was like oh yeah okay whatever just another boy group and then um ever since blood sweat and tears that came out last year ever since then that's when i really like started really paying attention to them and enjoying what they were putting out and then everything since then I've been like yeah BT yes and seeing them grow in the American market very exciting to see did you know that Blackpink is performing at Coachella uh, Coachella yes that's so exciting too um and you know we can really attribute BTS only no one else to Blackpink's success (laughs) not even (laughs) PSR Yeah, um, especially not shiny. Uh, they didn't do anything for anyone. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear that you had a wonderful year. It sounds like you <laughs> had a better year than I did, to be honest. Oh, I also really got into Vietnamese pop. It sounds like <laughs> this year actually really sucked for me, to be honest with you. Tell me. Tell me more. So, I mean, not only did I suffer a mental breakdown at the beginning of this year, but... I lost my ultimate bias. Yes. I had to watch my my bias group perform as four instead of as five. I had to sit Would- there and watch everyone pretend like it never happened and still keep my sanity while navigating all the te- toxicity of the success of BTS and them attributing it to just BTS and none of the K-pop groups that came before then. So I guess that's my year in a nutshell. Wonderful. Oh my God. Well, you know, I was just kidding. Like, you know, I love Shiny and they're my favorite. I love them way more than BTS. Well, I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I just like to repeat things that people say in a like, you know, sort of like cheeky way. Like John likes to get a rise out of me. He likes to get a rise out of me. And that's why he even took the jab about shiny at the end. Yeah. And it worked. It worked. Congratulations. But anyway, (laughs) I don't think I can make a top, a top five. I don't think I can make a top five 
uh, best overall um, for 2018. I mean, the only thing that I could say I really enjoyed was The Handmaid's Tale Season 2 and uh, the new Sabrina series. And that's about it. Movies all sucked this year. And this is me being cynical me, I guess. Uh, music sucked this year in Western music. The news sucked this year. Everything sucked this year. There's nothing really groundbreaking. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those like transitionary years. I feel like the we got a new sound in 2015 and 16 and it's kind of just like stuck around for the past couple years. Um, you know, kind of like started. I don't, I don't know the genre. What is I feel like Justin Bieber made it really popular with that one album. It's a tropical house, but that's not what's going on right now. Well, it's like I would house much it. I prefer. Like to me. I would, would know what's what's popular right now is reggaeton, which is the despacito. Well, well okay, that's that. one thing that's popular, but there's like. But I mean, if I you had to ask anyway, me um, a top five, I could give you my I, K-pop top five moments like that's very easy give it to me my number one would have to be the shiny foundation um which is the foundation that was started by jung hyun's family after he passed away in order to um promote mental health awareness within the industry and they're creating scholarships and they're doing festivals in his name every year and they're taking donations um and they uh are making um, profit off of his royalties and it's going straight into the foundation so that they can grow and that they can promote more mental health and create uh, services for idols who are struggling within the industry and need outlets to find help because unfortunately none of these outlets exist in Korea and that's what happened to Jumhyun. He slipped through the cracks even though he was going to a psychiatrist and he did tell them that he was you know suicidal but they didn't do anything about it except say, well, you're not going to do it. Yeah. No, it was definitely much needed in a long time coming. So I'm glad, I mean, even though it came from something tragic, that something did happen, finally. They're doing that. And then, um, of course, the Poet Artist album release. It is the best album by a soloist in 2018, hands down. You can fight me on that. It is amazing lyrically, production-wise, composition-wise, vocally, it is amazing. Um, and no, it didn't get a Grammy, or he didn't get to perform at Coachella, or he didn't get to perform at the BBMAs, you know. But the amount of uh, contributions he's made to the K-pop industry since 2008 for the past 10 years cannot be overlooked. And the groups today that have the privilege that they didn't have 10 years ago should be thankful. And you can, you can quote me on that. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Everything 17 did this year was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Their album, You Make My Day, was fantastic. I would say it's one of the best minis this year. All of the shiny solos, Onu's solo, Key's solo, even Taman's Japanese solo was really great. Um, 
Let's see, Madonna working on new music. Have no idea when that's coming, but it's coming. Hopefully this year. Um, and I feel like there are other things that I'm missing. Oh, yes. Um, not even thinking about K-pop anymore, but uh, the Thai dramas that I've seen this year. Love by Chance. Best BL drama of all time. Yes. Oh, my I God. Love by Chance. It. I get emotional. That was so was good. Amazing. And I'm sad that it's not getting a season two, but whatever. Whatever. That's the biggest crime to our society. <laughs> it, it, it pretty, well, it's one of the biggest crimes. I think so. Yeah. How dare they? So, um, other than that, you know, oh yes, and G-Idol's debut. And I'm really excited to see G-Idol. And I hope we get to talk to, talk about them and our predictions for 2019. Yes. So, I don't know if that was five or how many that was, but. I know, I'm like sitting here trying to write them down. Um, let's see. Oh, Here's one of the things that I, two things that I really enjoyed. My favorite, you know, punk pop princesses of the early 2000s, both of them had comebacks. There was, of course, Avril Lavigne with her Christian ballad, Head Above Water, um, which did surprise Oh, that was a Christian ballad. It was. And I was like really surprised how well it did because I thought like, because it's so different than what she's done before and... Everyone seemed to be mad at her with her last album for one thing or another. Hello Kitty. Yeah, that I think that was like one of the last things that she did was Hello Kitty. And so I thought, I just assumed like she would come out with this song. And when I first heard it, I was like, oh, wow, that's just going to like go nowhere. It's going to be like Christina Aguilera's single with Demi Lovato. It'll just be like, oh, okay, well, maybe she'll perform it a couple times and then you'll never hear from it again. But it, it did pretty well. Like, I, I forget how well it charted, but it charted pretty high and it stayed there for a while. Uh, Of course, the other, Ashley Simpson, had a comeback. She had that whole reality show, which I only watched a couple episodes of. It was kind of boring. And then she had that, what was it, like a mini album or a whole album with Evan Ross. And that album was really good, actually. I was surprised. The first single was like kind of like, wishy-washy like sappy love songs so i was like oh god this is gonna be awful but then they actually came out with some really really cool songs after that so if you haven't heard it i highly recommend it especially the song paris that's my favorite one and yeah boa boa had a lot of good releases this year what did she release this year there was um was one shot i think it was camo camo i think was that this year or was that know, last this year's year been so long <laughs> One Shot, Two Shot was this year. Um, and that one, I th- that was, I haven't seen people talk about a Boa song like that in so long, but everyone really seemed to like One Shot, Two Shot. I don't remember that one. You don't remember One Shot, Two Shot? Do-do-do. Yeah. No, um, Camo came out 2017. Oh, okay. That was last year. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to well, say I mean, not, that not was two years ago. <laughs> now. Oh, so yeah. So I'm going to say that Boa coming out with a song that people actually talked about for a little bit was very exciting for me, considering she's my ultimate bias. Woman. Oh, yeah. Feels good to be a woman. That one was good, too. I like that one. Not as much as One Shot, Two Shot, but, you know, it is what it is. Oh, yeah, and then um, at the beginning of the year, we had Nega Nega Dola. So, yeah, she had, like, a lot of releases this year. We were truly blessed. What's that song? Punk right now? Hyo Hyo Young? Hyo Young, yeah. That song 
changed my life. It defined a generation. It, it baptized the sinners and we are all saved in its salvation. I guess it didn't work for me then. <laughs> Let me read you some of the lyrics. Oh no. <clears throat> Here we go. First of all, the chorus is, I got the bada bing, bada pow, the bada bing, bada wow. I got the bada ping, bada pow, let me show you how. Repeat those first three lines, then it changes to, I'm so punk right now. Wow. The One of the verses starts with, I eat gluten, they say I shouldn't, always do the things they tell me that I couldn't. <laughs> wow. That, that struck a chord with me so deep and so powerfully that... But you don't eat gluten. What do you mean I don't eat gluten? What is gluten? Gluten is that stuff you shouldn't eat, you know? I... Most vegan or vegetarian people don't like to eat it. I, well, I'm not a very good one, so maybe I'm eating it. Oh, right, you eat, you eat taco. Wait, isn't it in bread? I eat bread. Well, they make gluten-free bread. Yeah, but I don't eat gluten-free bread. Neither do I. I thought you were, you know, all healthy and shiz. No. We know I eat Taco Bell every day. Actually, I was really upset. Okay, let me tell you my life story today. This is going to be a little one of those rabbit trails, but I go to get my haircut today, and I was all set before I went to go get the haircut. To I was like, you know what? I'm awake early. This is finally happening for me. God bless it. I'm going to go get Taco Bell breakfast today, and their breakfast is delicious. It's powerful, and it is life-changing. But when I got out of my haircut, it was 10.55. They stopped serving breakfast at Taco Bell at 11. And I was like, oh, my God. So I go into my app thinking that I could, like, you know, just order it real quick and then pick it up. But no, they wouldn't allow me to do that. So I went and got Sonic breakfast because, like, the Sonic the Sonic app has this, like, it was really dumb. My friend recommended that. I use the Sonic app because you get like happy hour always and you're always getting free drinks and stuff on it. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to get that. Even though I never, I never went to Sonic. So I don't know why he even convinced me. Never. And we don't, we don't even have a Sonics in Miami. It's gross. Yeah. Sonic is not that great. Um, so I somehow end up chart, like you have to basically the reason why you get all these discounts is because you have to preload a card. You have to like prepay them for your nasty Sonic food to get the discounts. And so somehow I ended up charging $30 to this card. What? Yeah, I don't know how I did it. And But the Sonic is right next to the, um, the post office. So like every time that I go drop off candles, which is like every day, uh, it's there. And so, you know, I go have it like a drink um and so anyway i had breakfast there today and it, it was okay it was fine i guess I, I had an iced coffee with some praline syrup in it that sounds gross so my predictions for 2019 is uh i'm not doing that again <laughs> good prediction i feel like that'll come true yeah um okay so our first prediction okay here's my thing here's what i'm gonna say we're going to start with what I know, what I'm familiar with. We're going to do my prediction for Britney Spears for the next year. You can do one for Madonna. Okay. That's a good place to start. Where's Melody? My prediction. F- she went 
in the other room to talk to some boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> we love her. My prediction for Britney Spears is she will not release an album. Um, she will release, I'm going to say, three songs. One will be a buzz single, and it'll just be a, like a standalone thing, kind of like Pretty Girls. And then she'll have two collabs with people. There's been so many rumors of different collabs in the past year. Maybe one of them will come out. There was one that she like did a collab with Pitbull. There's another, um, what was it? I read one today that said she did one with some like rapper or whatever. I don't know. Like Billy, what's his name was like Billy the Kid or something like that. I don't know. Oh, is it uh, Machine Gun Kelly? No. Oh, look at Megan Trainor delete her album. I'm on Breathe Heavy now. Wait, is, is the article gone? Did they decide that it was just a huge lie? Beyonce wants us to be vegan. Did you know? Um, so, yeah. Britney and Rich the Kid. I don't know who Rich the Kid is. Do you know who that is? Never heard of him. He, he's definitely not our in our wheelhouse. But there he is. Yeah, so there's allegedly a collab there. There's a couple others. So I think she's going to come out with some buzz singles to keep something fresh for Vegas. But I don't think she's going to actually release an album. And everyone's going to be all upset about it. When is, when is the Lana Del Rey collab happening? That's what I want to know. Oh, yeah. She sampled that new song yesterday. Did you hear it? Who did? Lana Del Rey. It was called Hope is a Dangerous Thing for a Woman Like Me to Have, But I Have It. Wow. No. Where is that? Um, It's on Breathe Heavy. It's on the homepage, kind of near the bottom. But what was the song for? Listen, I didn't actually listen to it or even open the article. I just okay. saw the title. But we're getting sidetracked. I just want to know when Lana and Britney are going to do a collab together because I think their voices mesh. Maybe not their lyrical content, but their voices. On the rare occasion that Britney Spears writes a song, it reminds me of Lana Del Rey. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be written by Britney. Like, Lana can write it as long as Britney sings it. And it has to be about, like... You know, 1960s, lost love, heartache, I'm smoking my cigarettes and, you know, sitting in my Mustang, riding through Los Angeles in my my gown, dress, looking at the moonlight. I don't know. What are you going on about? <laughs> That's what Lana Del Rey songs sound like. Yeah. That's what they sound well, when like. Britney writes a song, it's also very melancholy, so that's why I think that they would do have a good clap situation. Okay. Yes, I do too. Okay. So, uh-huh. Was that it for Britney? Um, oh, and I think her show will like do okay. I don't think it'll do as well as the last show. Um, do you think that she'll um continue with the residency? Yeah, I think she has a contract for three over? years, and I think she's, wow. she'll still, like, be there and doing it, even if the show's, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I think it'll, it won't be, like, a total flop or anything, but I just don't think it'll be, like, amazing. She'll just take it easy. <laughs> well, is it my turn? Yeah, always. Okay. Um, so, for Madonna... Uh, her new album is going to come out, definitely. I would say it would come out sometime around uh, the spring. I, I want to say it would come out around the springtime because I feel like that's when Madonna likes to release her albums, like around March. I feel like it's already done. It's already ready to drop. And hopefully this time it won't leak like Rebel Heart did because that was a big-ass mess. 
She's definitely going to do another world tour. I think it's going to be her last world tour because her contract with Live Nation is probably already... I think it was supposed to be done a long time ago. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, so I think she's going to tour. I think it's probably going to be her last tour. And I would like to see her do a residency. I mean, I'm thinking way too ahead. I mean, this may not be till like 2020 or 2021. Um... But the way Madonna does stuff is, like, she doesn't even promote her albums anymore. Like, before, like, uh, gone are the days of releasing three to four singles per album. You know, that doesn't happen anymore. And make three or four music videos. Madonna will release one album, release one single, and film, like, maybe one or two music videos. And she won't even promote it at you know, television shows or anything, like do any performances or anything like that. So I'm not expecting much, but she usually just releases the albums just so that she can go on tour. And that's what she likes to do. She likes to perform. So um, if she does do a residency later on, I would hope that it's not at Vegas because that has been overdone and overkilled. And I'm just like, and it's just not that great because like, Vegas is so far, and I have no interest in going to Vegas at all. And I don't think she has any interest in Vegas either. So I would love to see, like, a residency in New York, and it'd be, like, Broadway style, you know? Like, vaudeville. It would be amazing. Um, and I think, you know, Madonna's working with Mar Vice, um, who produced her music album, and I really hope that they make magic together, despite the rumors I heard about her making a, like a Latin-inspired song. But that doesn't really bother me much, because if you look back at all of Madonna's albums from 1986 onward, there is always a Latin-inspired song. It is always in there. Madonna loves writing Latin-inspired tunes. So we have La Isla Bonita, 1986. We have um, Who's That Girl in 1987. Spanish Eyes in 1989, uh, Deeper and Deeper in 1992. Oh, I forgot in 1990, she did I'm Going Bananas. Um, the list can go on and on and on. So um, that doesn't bother me much. I just hope it isn't like the main single. You know, I hope she doesn't try to ride the Despacito wave. Um, I would just shoot myself in the head if she did that. Like, come on, Madonna, do something iconic. You know, don't be afraid of getting out there and do what you want to do. Stop trying to appeal to the masses. You don't need to do that ish. You can do whatever the F you want. You're the queen of pop. Just put it out there and be confident about it. You know, start the trend, you know? Yes. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay, speaking of trends, here's been the trend as far as um, new artists that make a big wave because there was... 99, we had Britney Spears. 2009, we had Lady Gaga. So now, who's going to be the 2019 artist to shake things up and get people excited about music again? I don't think we're going to have that. Me either. <laughs> so, and I don't think that your theory works because Madonna is one of the most iconic, groundbreaking, uh, impactful artists of our generation and she maybe your generation in not our mine. generation 
And she came out in 19... Well, she didn't come out... In, she came out in 1982, but she got really popular in 1984. So, um, yeah. The nine yeah, thing doesn't exist. Yeah, but Paula Abdul straight up came out in 89. So no, we're putting... it did not. <laughs> it came 88? out in 19... Yes. And it didn't get popular till 89. Okay, so that's what we're counting. Um, so she got popular in 89. Um, so she, of course, is legendary. <laughs> she is... Not anymore. Um, excuse me? Have you not seen her on that show that I can't name and have also not seen? Exactly. <laughs> so thank you for proving my yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, so Paula Abdul, Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, and then Blank. Honestly, like we talked about in the other episode, I don't think they'll ever be an artist that's like that again. I mean, and you know, I... Well, technology and everything, like, people could just listen to something else. <laughs> well, you know, that's why I've been shifting over to K-pop, you know? So, let's talk about our top five favorite K-pop releases of this year, or songs, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, well, obviously we already know my favorite, which is, which is punk right now, singing about gluten. Oh, is that really? I thought you were joking. It's one of those tongue-in-cheek things. Like, I know the lyrics are absolutely awful, but it's such a catchy song. I love it so much. Okay, so that's your number five? Or your number one? I don't know. I'm. They're not in any order. We didn't plan this, so I didn't really think about it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to start from five and work my way up. So, go ahead. Okay. Well, I also like I Love You by Exit. That was, you know, a last Oh, second. I like that song, too. I liked it a lot. And I don't like Exit's music, but I like that song. That was probably one of the, like, only girl group songs this year that I was like, yeah! Otherwise, it was all kind of boring. Um, yeah! Yeah! Let's see. What else? Um, Sorry for my English. It can go in there, too. Oh, wow. And then ONF's complete. Oh, yeah! That's on my list, too. <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah, for the rookies. Um, let's see, any old people's? I don't know. None of Shiny's releases this year really excited me, to be honest. Um, what? Not good evening. I don't remember it. Um, uh, I really love Idol. <laughs> um, I think you went over five. No, I didn't. Let me keep going. Oh, of course. We love, this is the year I fell in love with Holland. Oh my god. He's so cute. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. He's, he looks so sickly. I love that. I think he needs to eat a burger. I like, love him when they look sick. He needs, to, oh my god, I hope you edit that part out, because that just sounds horrible. That sounds what? terrible. I, I love it when they don't have any blood. Oh my god. Or when they don't look like they have any blood. You know, when they look anorexic, you know? I'm talking about my ideal type. When they look, I was like, I love it when they look gaunt and sickly and pale. Vampire? Yeah. Yeah, vampires. That's not what like... he looks like, okay? He ain't no freaking Brad Pitt in an interview with a vampire, okay? He is, he looks Excuse more me. like a zombie from The Walking Dead with makeup on. That's hate speech. Well, I mean, you're the one saying you like them to look sickly, like they don't have blood. <laughs> so yeah i like oh that oh my god oh right and then of course one shot two shot has to be in there it's one of my favorite songs what's of the one year shot, what's one shot two shot 
What is that? How does that go again? Boah. How does that go? One shot, two shot, do do do, shooby dooby do do do. One shot, two shot, do do ding dong ding dong do do do. Who sings that? Boa! Oh, right, right. We talked about this. I, I haven't heard that song. I really haven't. Get it together. Okay. Know your culture. Okay. My culture. Um. Yeah. So me, I go now. You need to tell me when you're done so that I know that it's my turn. Because I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, yeah, I'm done. So I would say my number five is ONF's Complete. I freaking love... Yeah! I freaking love, love, love them so much. I love their debut. I love this follow-up track. And the way I do things is that I wait until three releases to decide if I stand. Because what happens is, like, you know, it's third time's the charm. If by the third time they start, like, faltering and moving away from, like, their sound and they start sounding wonky, then... You know, I decide, no, I'm not gonna invest my time in this group. But if by the third time they release another bop and it's even better than the last one, then that's when I jump on the stand train where I'm just like, woo. So, all right. So then my number four would have to be uh, G Idol's Latata um, because it was just a fantastic debut and they are queens, and I want to see them. I mean, they had a great reception from the get-go. Like, they had a really hot reception from the get-go, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where they go in 2019. I predict great success, and I really hope so, because Cube needs it, even though they are a, a shit company. You can edit me out later. And uh, I just had to say it. And, um, you know, all the shit that they've done this year to Pentagon and to Huna and Edon and, you know, and CLC, you know, like, they go no bounds, but I hope they don't F up Idol. I'm sorry, I keep saying G-Idol, but it's Idol. And, um, and yeah, they, they just need to do right by them because they're great. Um, all right, so... What's YG gonna do this year? They didn't... I feel like they've done nothing for a while. And they we'll fell get, out of the top we'll, three. We'll get to that after I'm done with my list. Anyway, uh, number three... So sassy. Hmm. hmm. What would be my number three? I would have to... Oh, yes. Um, Aces... Uh, Take Me Higher was a super bop this year. It was amazing. It was fantastic. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I love that song. Gay. It was colorful. I loved it. And I saw them live this year, and it was fantastic. They were so sweet and hardworking and humble and gorgeous. My number two, it would have to be a tie. I'd have to give it to uh, 17's... um, you make my day and uh, Shiny's Good Evening. Those were both really great tracks that I greatly enjoyed despite my ultimate bias not being in there. But they did dedicate the whole series of the Story of Light albums to him, even though they didn't say it, but we know it in our hearts. So, And Seventeen, again, did a phenomenal job with their choreo and music and their whole mini album was just fantastic. And I can't wait to see what they have in store for next year. And finally, my number one K-pop release 
slash song of this year is the entirety of Jung Hyun's Poet Artist album. It is phenomenal. It is amazing. It is groundbreaking. Everything about it is just so sentimental and real and sincere and just really well done. And if you haven't listened to it, please do yourself the favor and go. Just hear it. It really deserves so much praise and love. And I can't even express how proud I am of this release and of Jung Hyun. And I know he wanted us to hear it. So I'm just really, really grateful for it. So yeah, I'm done. That's it. Top five. Cool. So is this the end of the podcast? Oh my God, it's been 45 minutes. No, weren't we going to do our predictions for like other people? Didn't we do that? We did it for Britney and Madonna. Yeah, who else is there? Okay, right quick. Uh, I think Huna and Idan are going to be like trendsetters. I think they'll for... put Ashley and Evan and release a joint album. They're gonna do a duet. They're already do. They're already planning that. Good. See, I knew it. I'm. I can predict the future. They're going to start a trend for other idols to come out in the open and be uh, open about their relationships. Even though it might be tough, but but the more desensitized people get to it, uh, the more desensitized people get of it, then it will be a thing. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Kai and Crystal are dating now, and they will continue to have lots of love and support because nobody seems to be complaining about them. So I think they'll be just fine in 2019. Um, I think... Um, there will be more, um, solos from Shiny next year, specifically Taman. probably a world tour for Taman. Thank God. Uh, oh, anyway, um, I love let's him. see, you asked about YG, I think, um, Icon <laughs> is gonna come back, Winner is gonna come back. They'll um, debut a new group and then forget about them. Yeah, they're already planning on doing that with that that treasure box thing yeah. or whatever. Uh, and what else? What That'd else? Fun. Um, oh, yeah, Twice will have much more success. Um, Got7 will have much more success internationally. Monster X is going to get bigger internationally. I think Got7 will probably do more American stuff. They'll probably like perform at the Billboard Awards or something. Uh, Ariana Grande is gonna get bigger next year. Let's see who else is a rising star? Uh, I think OGG. They're gonna have another release. Yeah, definitely, definitely OGG will. I think FX will probably disband. Sadly. Yeah. Very sad. They're one of my. They're my favorite girl group. They are. Yeah, I want to say I agree with you. I love FX. Let's see. Uh, supposedly SM is gonna debut a new girl group, so I predict that. And uh, I think that's all the predictions I have. Okay. I, what did I do? I did like three already or something. I did like Britney and then... and then. Oh, did you want to do some? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're here. Might as well. Um, let's see. I did Britney. I did OGG. Uh, I predict that Vietnamese pop will take over the world and everyone will forget about K-pop. <laughs> okay, that's more of a pipe dream than a, than a prediction. Um, but... I hope the same for BL dramas in Thailand. Yes! Oh, yeah. But I think that's more of a possibility. <laughs> I predict um, Love by Chance Season 2. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears. Exactly. 
Um, if you think it, if you believe it, you can be it. And I can be a season two of Love by Chance viewer. <laughs> I, I'm here with you. I'm here for that. I predict that... Melody, what's a good prediction for next year for any singer of any genre anywhere in this world? <laughs> I mean, Britney makes a comeback. No, 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 no. Besides Britney, we already did that. I predict Britney Murphy's hologram will perform at the Billboard Music Awards. Her song, Faster Kill Pussycat. Terrible prediction. Oh, that can be, yeah. We're going to predict that Ariana Grande gets pregnant. From who? What do you mean from who? It's 2019. Uh-huh. She'll just, she'll just photosynthesize and it'll appear. Right. Because that how, that's how that works. I forgot. Yeah, it is. I forgot. Wow. Um. Okay. There's my predictions. Wonderful predictions, John. I can't believe it. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, thank you, John. Thank you. Well, this for... this podcast was weird. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of uh, tenseness in the atmosphere, mostly Can having you get a to weird do vibe from it. Mostly having to do with me being salty, but it's okay. I like being salty sometimes. We need some salt oh, in our lives. Oh, it goes really great with margarita. Yes, it goes really great on everything. A little bit oh, of yeah, salt. Oh yeah, edamame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. French well, fries. Well, I guess we'll be salt and pepper from now on. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to our rants and rambles. Yes. If you're thirsty for more, uh, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, subscribe, please. That'll make our day, make our life. Yes. Okay, thanks. Bisexual. Bye. Bye. <laughs>